Thanks again for joining us on the Failure to Freedom podcast. We will discuss topics of struggles in the workplace, relationships, finances, health, and personal life. The points in time where we've been at our lows and the freedom to fail our way to success. We're all failing, steering our ship in the direction we think leads to land, going head on into every storm life throws our way. This will be a journey unlike any other. We welcome you to join us as we dive deep into the open water that is our freedom. Join with us today, as always, is Weston, and we also have a special guest, Abby. She started in the Pacific Northwest, went down to the Central South, and now she's back to talk about her adventures. Good morning, Abby. How are you today? I'm hanging in there, Chris, but I'm Excellent. doing good. All right. And what about you, Weston? How are you doing today? Um, I'm, I've been better. Uh, I've recently just come out of surgery, but, um, that's not going to stop us from getting the podcast recorded. And our episode is actually something that can help me get through this a little bit more. And the title is called mom spaghetti. And I know that sounds a little bit weird, but one of the moments that Chris and I had had when he had came up to see me, we found a music video that was Eminem's song. And every word in that started to repeat mom spaghetti. And we laughed and had just so much pure fun in that moment that it was just, we forgot about some of the stresses, some of the disappointments, frustrations, troubles that we had in our lives. And that's kind of what we want to capture and push as a topic is just having something that it can be something silly like mom's spaghetti, uh, because we repeat that to each other now just to kind of detour from some negative experiences in our lives and just remind us that, you know, there's still good things in there as well. But it can also be something serious. It can be something sentimental. It can just be something that is personally yours. And we all agree that that is something that is important and necessary to have in your life, just so you can kind of put yourself back on track. I also do want to acknowledge and say, uh, we do appreciate having you on, Abby. You are our first guest on the podcast. And my first question is, do you have anything in your life that could kind of correlate as the mom's spaghetti that Chris and I have adopted? Do you have anything that can be just important in your life that says, you know what, it's not always bad. I, I can be successful. I was successful then. I, I just I hold on to this as something that's important to me. Um, Well, first, thank you for having me, both of you for having me on today. And yes, of course I do. I think it's really cool the way that you guys have like the outlook of mom spaghetti where it's just, you know, if you're in a tough time or whatever it may be, you're not in your head in the moment and you can just think, wow, mom spaghetti, this moment here and bring you back kind of back down to whatever situation that you need to be in. And I think we... I mean, I know that we've talked about this. I think we all have these moments. I have quite a few in my repertoire. However, I'd say that for me, I don't know if it's necessarily moments because I love memories. That's like my favorite thing ever to look back on is memories. 
I'm always taking pictures and videos and my friends always make fun of me. But years later, I'm always the one that has those memories. That being said, though, I'd say for me, people are my biggest mom spaghetti moment because I can get into my head all the time, whatever situation it may be. I've gone through a really hard last couple of years, as I'm sure we all have. But the only thing that ever gets me out of my own head is when I'm with certain people and create those memories. And I, whenever I think about back on those memories, it's the people that I think mostly on, whether they may still be in my life or if they are no longer, I still think highly on them because of that moment. So I don't know if that correlates the same, but I would say people for sure. I'm actually glad you brought up the topic of people because for me, the meaning is going back kind of in time, if you will. Uh, like you've both mentioned, it could be a memory and you could have people that may not be in your life anymore for one way or the other. But you might still have memories of those people and of the situations you've been in. And, and that's a really powerful thing because, you know, there's there's negativity all around all the time, every day. But if you can just hang on to that one something positive, that one memory, that one location you went to, maybe that one situation with that one person, and you can keep that. I mean, that's that's in a sense, it's kind of a light in the darkness, if you will. You know, we could always focus on complaining. We could always focus on the negativity over time. Naturally, that is the case at some point. But also the power to just think about focusing on the little things. Don't forget the little things. Because it might have been just a brief moment, but in a way, it's kind of a turning point also because it's something that you always go back to and it's something that gets you past whatever you're working towards or whatever you're trying to get around obstacle wise. And I, I think it's very important to have times, memories, people in your life, past, present, future that can invoke that outside of that. There's a couple of things that I will share, but Weston, is there any other times in your life besides, you know, the memory that we had where it could have been with someone else? It could have been in a different situation. It was kind of your go-to before this moment of things were tough. And then just out of nowhere, you thought of this one particular moment and it kind of made things better for you. Did you have something like that? I certainly did. And up in the mountains of central Washington, there's a place called Chelan. There is a lake that was freezing cold, and it was in end of October, very similar to this time of year, uh, higher altitude and whatnot. I stuck a toe in the water and thought immediately, like, Everything had gone numb. I thought I had lost the toe. Like, it was that cold. I was with, at the time, she was my girlfriend. Now she is my wife. Uh, I was with her, and she had a very spontaneous idea that she wanted to swim right out of the gate. Like, every part of me just rejected that. I was like, no, like, time of year is wrong. The water's cold. No. But that didn't stop her. And before I knew what was even going on, she was already in the water. And in order not to be somebody who just punked out, like I, I got in the water as well. I didn't have time to think on it. I didn't hesitate any more than just initially. 
even the hesitation wasn't enough to stop me. And I was not wrong. It was incredibly cold. It was freezing. It uh, was also invigorating. And it was something where looking back on it, even years later, I realized that that was something where I had a thousand reasons to say like, oh, I can't do that. I shouldn't do that. I won't do that. But for whatever reason, I still did it. I didn't say like, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I should. I I don't know what the consequences are. There was so little time in there to think of those things. And it was a powerful moment for me to think of because now at this point in my life, you, you really look back on that and you start to consider, well, can I even run a podcast? Can I start a new business? Can I go to school again? Whatever it is. And I just try to keep a, a mindset of like, well, if you think on it too much, you'll continue to find reasons why you shouldn't. And so it's been really important for me to look at that and say, start and don't worry about being perfect at it. You'll figure it out as you go on. I just want to say with that memory, uh, I actually like that. I I don't think you've ever told me that before, Uh, but that's kind of a sidetrack. The way you mentioned that, it kind of reminds me of you basically fighting that voice in your head saying, no, don't do this. Like, this isn't something you want to do. It's a bad idea. You know, kind of how we talked on a previous episode of you may want to go to the gym and then your voice tells you, oh, no, not today. Just do it another day. Do what's easy. So I actually had a question about that because you were fighting the voice telling you no and you just said, you know what, I'll just do it. And then it turned into such a positive memory. So, you know, a question for you, Abby, is has that ever happened to where there was a voice telling you not to do something and then you just said, you know what, no, I'm not going to listen to that voice. I'm going to do it. And then it ended up turning into something positive, like a memory that you can think about now. You know, I'm sure that has happened to me before. I'd have to sit and think about it for a quick second, but I'm truly a very impulsive person. So I don't necessarily have that voice in my head unless I know that it's a bad idea. (laughs) Cause if it's something that I want to do. So for instance, if you know, I was up at that mountain with y'all Weston and your now wife, And I did not want to do it. I absolutely would not do it. But if it was even a split second thought in my head that I wanted to do it, I'm absolutely 10 toes down running into that water. I just feel like, you know, I have a pretty good intuition where if it's something that I don't want to do, it's probably for a good reason. However, on the other side of that coin, because I'm such an impulsive person, I'm always willing to go and do things that I don't necessarily or most people wouldn't necessarily automatically want to do they do always turn out to be the best memories you know when you're when you think back and say man that was such a good time i'm so glad that we decided to do that and i wish that i had something off the top of my head to think about that and i'm sure it will come to me but short answer yes yeah i mean that's a very important perspective too because i mean everybody's different We're not all going to react the same way. We're not all going to have the same voice, if you will, telling us not to do something when at times maybe we should. Some people are going to take more risks. Some people are going to experience new things without question. And then there's going to be some people that are very reserved. They're 
just going to stop and wait and say, you know, maybe I should do more research. Maybe I should talk to people about this first. Maybe it's not a good idea. Maybe it's not a good time. So I definitely understand that perspective. I really appreciate that. One of the things that I struggle with that I try to improve on now is actually thinking about different perspectives like that. Because kind of going back to everyone's different, you know, unless you're shown something new, it's hard to, in a sense, come up with it on your own. And I know people have done it, but it kind of comes into the play of creativity, right? So talking back about the diamond, my perspective of the diamond, you know, I may not see things that are on the other side of that diamond until someone is like, hey, this is here because they're on that side. Situations like that where, like you said, you have good intuition. That may not always strike me. It may not strike you, Weston. I'm not sure. I can't really speak for you. But is there a time in which you did something? I'm talking to you, Weston, where you decided to do something and it was a positive memory, but maybe you just wish you would have gone back and done it slightly differently. Like maybe you rushed into it too quickly or maybe you went about it the wrong way. I'm not sure. So, I mean, that's kind of a question I had for you on it. Certainly, most of mine are even repetitive, and perhaps they compound to allow me to do it again. But I know that I've left plenty of jobs just when the environment was no longer suitable, when the pay was no longer suitable. I never quit anything just because it's difficult. I usually quit when it no longer serves its purpose. And I feel like a lot of times when I've left, it's been the right time. I've had the gut feeling. I've had the intuition to leave. But perhaps I didn't even have a plan moving forward. Specifically, I remember one of my coworkers had lost his arm to an accident at work. And I was like, this is it. This is when I'm leaving. Like, it's no longer worth being here. It's no longer safe being here. Even if I didn't have a plan beyond that space, it was always something of like, I don't care that I don't know about the future so much right now, because what's happening right now is not acceptable. And I think that goes back to the hesitation part of things as well. Sometimes we're like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do if I don't have this. I don't know how I'll be able to take care of my responsibilities if I don't have a plan. And I think if there's anything I've learned in my 20s, it's that you can plan all you want. But in some respects, that's not enough. You do have to remind yourself, too, that whether it's being spontaneous, whether it's being impulsive, whether it's being intuitive, whether it's being just willing to move forward, something has to be there. Something has to click in order for you to do that. It's hardly ever about having a plan as much as it's are you willing and are you capable of taking that leap? Most of mine are repetitive with work. I don't see it as something that is a mom spaghetti moment for me as much as it's a, a moment of who I am, uh, something of importance that I can, I can lean back on and say, well, if I was capable of doing it, then there's absolutely zero excuse for me not to be capable of it. Now I just may have forgotten what I was able to do. One thing that I do want to touch on with the mom spaghetti is for us now, it's a memory. It's something we're talking about now because I think it's very important because 
one of the main points of this podcast, of this journey, if you will, is getting to the point of being free, having freedom, whatever that means for you. And when I think back on moments like mom's spaghetti, it makes me think, man, what I would give to have more memories like that, what I would give to have more moments like that. And me personally, when I'm working, especially when it's not for myself, like if I'm working to earn a living for someone else, for someone else's dream, for example, even if I don't necessarily hate the job that I'm in, even if I don't hate doing the work, I'm always thinking about things throughout the days like, how can I get to the point of having more memories for myself? How can I get to the point of being put in a position to where I have time for myself to where I could experience more memories like this? Or, you know, it also makes me think, how many of these situations have been missed because I'm elsewhere? And so one thing that it kind of reminds me of is it's, it's more motivating for me because when I think about these times in life where it was a good memory or it was a good situation with a person, I had a great time, it's just something positive. It kind of motivates me in a sense of I need to do everything I can while I'm awake to get the, to the point to where I want to be, my point of success. I'm, I'm walking on that road of construction and the more I think about these little moments is the more I think, oh, that's motivating. I need more of that in my life. And so for me, you know, as time goes on, I'm doing more and more and I'm noticing that. And I'm actually excited about it because we only have so much time in the day. And I'd be lying to you if I said that I didn't waste time in my past. But I'm trying my best not to do that now because of things like mom's spaghetti. It's memories, it's moments, it's people, it's places, experiences, whatever it is in your life that it reminds you that it wasn't all a waste. It reminds you that it was good at one point. It reminds you that you did enjoy things. And I think that's always important to kind of build up your personal basket. Even if people don't understand the, the inside joke of mom's spaghetti, if they don't understand what that means to you, you found personal importance and whatever that was. And you have helped yourself maintain whatever progress that you wish to maintain by having these things and holding on to them in a way that says, you know, that's not going to make my life easy per se, but it reminds me that I'm, I'm that dog, you know, I've got the fight in me and I can make it happen. I was just thinking of a, it might've been just like an epiphany moment where um, we were talking about memories and having it like, you know, go out, on a day-to-day and try to make more memories so you can look back on them. And I just had this thought, um, and I guess sort of a question for either of y'all. I don't know if this has happened to you, but for me, have you ever like been in a moment where you smell something and it is so familiar, it almost smacks you right back to the moment that you were at? I think that's that could potentially be a mom spaghetti moment where you know, you re- you remember these moments because they were such big impacts for whatever reason. Or let's say you're listening to a song that you haven't listened to in a really long time or a type of music, whatever it may be. And it brings you back immediately to that moment. Music is a huge one for me, I feel like, where I can listen to a song that I may not have heard in a while and 
I could I could say, oh, I listened to this for the first time in 2015, and I remember that I was hanging out with all, you know what I mean? I could immediately bring it back to a specific moment. So I don't know if that plays into the mom spaghetti, but it's almost as if they're trigger moments, and it is like instantaneous. So back to my question, I don't know if either of y'all have experienced either of those m- types of moments before, and if that even plays in to what we're talking about today. That's actually a really exciting question. And it actually reminds me of speaking about music and smells. There is actually a song by 21 Pilots. It's called All Stressed Out. And they're talking about their brothers and uh, they're thinking about selling a candle because they had the same nose, but no one would buy it because only they understand that smell. And that, I, I really appreciate that question because I didn't actually even think about that until you said something. Music is also a very important part of my life as well. And there is definitely songs that I've heard in the past to where if I hear it again, I'm like, oh, that was part of that memory. Uh, One of those, for example, is when my sister got married. I remember her wedding song for when I walked her down the aisle. And so when that song plays, I'll just be like, oh, that was that was my sister's wedding. And it kind of just takes me back just for a second to that nice memory. And it's, it's very special. I think the best part about that, too, is most of the time it's kind of out of nowhere. You know, I wasn't expecting it. And it makes it even more. It's a better experience. It's a better memory. It's a better place to put me there. In terms of smell, it, it just kind of reminds me of when I used to live with my mom and smelling her famous home cooking, southern home cooking. If I smell something that is kind of similar to that, it just puts a smile on my face, too, because it makes me think of, man, I miss I miss eating that. You know, I miss experiencing that with my mom i miss you know being around her and then it makes me think man i really need to call her i really need to do this so i mean those are my experiences uh weston i don't know if you have a few things you want to share on that one i was just going to say you were talking about your mom's cooking uh did your mom's spaghetti come into mind <laughs> mom's <when>? spaghetti, yeah <laughs> <laughs> once or twice i'm sure yeah yeah I have some of the smells um and some of the sounds and sights and things like that Generally, for me, it's kind of strange because I don't know if other people feel it the same way that I do. But it's like I can see a certain color at a certain point of the year and think of like now this time of year, things are kind of dying off there. But the grass is still really green where I'm at, probably more green than it was in the summer when it was dry. And it's such a vibrant green that I think of a the time where I turned 21 in Northern Ireland. And that was a different shade of green than what I had ever seen in my life. And it shouldn't have captivated me as much as being in Ireland, but the grass was what fascinated me of all things while I was there first. And so it's just the, the small things that even when you look back and you reflect on it, you're just like, wow, like that had, so much influence and so much power in it and I can still remember it today. And it's the stuff that it easily puts a smile on your face. Yeah. And I think at some point I want to believe at least every single person has one of these moments. And like we've mentioned, you know, it could be people, it could be memories, it could be smells, it could be music. It could be you participating in a new hobby. Maybe. Maybe you started doing something and someone approached you and started talking to you. 
And then down the line, you guys are best friends. And you're like, man, remember that one moment when you were doing this? And I just, I don't know what it was. I walked up to you and I struck up a conversation. And now here we are, best friends. You know, it's things like that. It, I feel like those are signs that are more or less handed to you. And I think they're very important. Well, and it's the substance of life when you really do break it down. Because those small moments, that's that's your day to day. And I, I like to think of it as like a little nugget of gold that you find sometimes uh, where it's memorable enough to think on years later. And you weren't expecting to find that in your Monday through Friday schedule. You weren't expecting to wake up and go look for that. It just it naturally came upon you. And I think of that as a gift. And that's why it's so important to hold on to the things that are funny, hold on to the things that people don't understand and uh, really just appreciate the fact that that's yours. That's unique. And I don't know. It's a wonderful thing. I was just thinking about um, your comment, Chris, about, you know, meeting people and creating those memories. And what if I had never met this person and it kind of just made me think about you and I when we worked together a couple of years ago and we became friends kind of on, you know, moving to different departments, whatever it may have been the situation. And then, I mean, this was three, four years ago that this happened. And then a full circle moment, you know, I moved to Texas and came back and now here we are. <laughs> I mean, I haven't been back in Portland in for more than six months. And here we are again, being able to hang out and talk. And it's just moments like that, where it's like, we didn't think that we may be here when I had moved to Texas. And yet here we are. And then it made me also think, you know, I know that your relationship with Weston is kind of a crazy story as well. Um, how y'all have known each other for a really long time. And now here you are again. So it's, for me, it's just crazy to think about the people that you meet and you have no idea the impact that they're going to make in your life, whether it be very small, like, wow, that was really nice. They were such a great person. Or if you meet somebody and then boom, the next thing you know, they're one of your greatest friends or they become even family. It's really crazy how those moments can full circle and come, come to fruition. Yeah. That's a great point that you make. I was actually sitting here thinking like, yeah, that, that kind of reminds me of Abby and I, um, and so you saying that kind of going full circle in two different situations, the, the first thing I think about is that just kind of started with someone reaching out to the other person and checking in like, hey, it's been a little while. I just want you to know that I still value you. I still value, you know, having you in my life, whatever capacity that is. And for Weston and I, I was actually in Portland and just living here for a while and I had no idea that Weston was in Washington for a while because we both went to school together in Arkansas. And so for it to be that he is a state above me now, like across the country is just wild in its own right. But he just texted me one day and he's like, hey, so where are you at now? And I said, oh, I'm living in Portland. He's like, well, that's crazy because I'm living in Washington. And it, it was just like in that moment, it's like, oh, my goodness, like, what are the odds that this could have happened? And then kind of like with you, you know, we were working together and I just I heard something about you leaving. I was like, oh, OK, so maybe she's just going to a new job opportunity. 
So I was like, oh, that's fine. I've talked with her a couple of times. I look forward to getting to know her more. Then, you know, her leaving isn't going to change that. But then I found out, oh, no, she's actually moving to Texas. And I kind of thought about that, like, man, if I would have known that, I would have made more of an effort to try and get to know her. I would have, you know, talked more. I would have maybe put myself out there more in terms of having a better connection. But that's kind of part of this, too. It's like, you know, stopping yourself from getting into these situations you may lose out, you know, you may lose out on an opportunity. And so that's when something like this happens, like Wes moving up to Washington or you coming back. That is almost to me like it's kind of fate. It's like a second chance. I just wanted to say I remembered probably almost the exact moment that I was like, this guy's good people. <laughs> and I'm sure you'll remember this as well. But um it, I think it was just like a day that we were on lunch and we were all just hanging out and, and you made popcorn and I will never forget it. Ever since then you shared it, half of your popcorn always went to me. And I was like, this man's good people. And it's always important to look back on those moments too. Um, just like you remembered Chris of like, well, if I had known X, Y, Z about this circumstance, I would have done things differently. And I think that's a hard space to really go into because it's a little bit of a resentment. It's a little bit of, um, if only I had known what I know now, I would have done things entirely differently than how I did them. And it's it, it's a way of coping. It's a way of feeling better about certain circumstances. But I think the coolest part is you still held on to those moments and it did come full circle. You did get the opportunity to do it differently. I would like to think you've done it differently. And I, that's something to be thrilled about. And in, in a weird way, it becomes its own moment again, because everything that happened around that space in between coming full circle did have a lot of struggles and setbacks and frustrations and disappointments, whatever they are. But now you, you find yourself in a similar space again at a different place in time and you are able to do things differently, it, how can you not be thrilled with that? Yeah, and one thing I do want to say, you know, we want to just put it out there that this is a very positive thing, right? These are memories and situations that you want to hold on to. They, they're, they're, they're lovely time, they're lovely memories. But one thing I did want to kind of touch on with what you just said, Wesson, is, and I, I could actually kind of leave off on this for me, you know, it, there comes a time to where if you think of the what of, you know, what ifs, could have, should have, you know, whatever. I could have done this. I should have done this. You know, you don't get that time back, whatever. Don't focus too much on the negative because that in its own right is also a rabbit hole that you don't want to find yourself going down. You know, you want to focus more on the positive. Like, yes, this happened. I had a chance to do it differently, but I didn't. There's nothing I could do to change that now. But there is something I can do to change that moving forward. And that's what I want to stress is we're always moving forward. Not We're not always trying to take two steps back. We can think about the past and we can think of, you know, maybe a lesson we learned to change for the future. But don't get stuck there. Don't don't go down that hole. Don't be down on yourself. Just change yourself for the future. One thing I want to comment on that one, Chris, is. I think a way that helps me a lot, and I don't know if it helps either of y'all, but 
I know there's definitely people out there that this would help as well if they don't already have this mindset is, you know, saying the coulda, woulda, shoulda comment. I think it's a human, like it's naturally a human thing for us to, to think about. But the way that I kind of look at it is these things happen for a reason. And if I would have to think, you know, what if I would have never met that person? Would my life be better now? You're, you're right when you say it kind of puts you in this like hole where you're trying to ask yourself and answer these questions that you can't. So if you just think about, I met this person and now my life is where it's supposed to be. Now it's the next question should be, where do I go from here? Regardless of if the situation that happened that you're thinking back on is a good or a bad situation. If you think about it in a way of this has happened, I have no control over it. What, how am I going to move forward positively? And I think that helps. It definitely helps me on a day-to-day basis instead of sitting in a negative thought or sitting in that what would have happened, you know, mindset, it helps me be able to take one foot in in front of the other and say, you know what, I'm going to make it the way that I want it to be next or at least look at it in a more positive way so I don't have to sit in that. I didn't want that one to happen. It already did. So it's how can I make it better for me in the future? Now, that's fantastic. And I think you summed it up very well. I I do want to make sure that people know if any aspect of your life were different, the rest of your life also changes as well. If if your last meal wasn't mom's spaghetti, you might have missed out. We do want to thank you for joining us today on the Failure to Freedom podcast. And if you have any topics you'd like us to discuss, if you would like to be our next guest on another episode, uh, please do reach out to us on our website. Remember, we deliver weekly episodes to our website and other streaming platforms such as Spotify and Apple iTunes. And as always, it's been a pleasure, guys. And Abby, thank you so much for being our first guest on the Failure to Freedom podcast. Thank you for including me. It was so much fun. I really had a good time chatting with y'all today. Okay, guys. And until next time, remember, happy sailing.